tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Okay, it's not. Yeah. Uh, what? No. But uh, I've been in this straight-up apocalypse hoarder prepper phase for quite a while. Yeah. And I'm doing it's, it to myself. Is one month, <laughs> which you consider quite a uh, while. It started with watching The Last of Us. Then oh, we okay. had the ice storm, and I was like, ha, I got all this stuff. I'm prepared. This is great. Yeah. And then afterwards, with The Last of Us, I kept going. I watched War of the Worlds the other night. I watched uh, Children of Men. I've just been Hell watching yes. these apocalyptic things. Those are fun, man. Those are decent films, too. Well, here's the problem is my uh, paranoia has uh, compi- combined with my compulsive spending, and I'm now uh, I'm now investing in stuff I shouldn't. And like also, a- what, did I t- what did I literally told people on air? Don't panic by survival supplies. There's a whole tax weekend in April where you can do it tax-free. If we make it there. Good point. Patriot supply. I I would need my $200 kit and water straws before then, and I'd Mm -hmm. die. Uh, But last night, I I really made my fiancé laugh when... uh, she looked at our Amazon account and saw I'd, I'd bought uh, extra hand saws, water saws. I'd bought a lot of stuff, a hand-cranked radio. <laughs> she should have, so you can listen to do the weather reports and laugh at our show in the world's ending. Yeah, absolutely. We'll still be on air. Uh, but she's like, why are you – you have a lot of this stuff. She's like, why are you doing it? I was like, well, <clears throat> honey <clears> – <throat> Because your car never has, like, I keep an emergency 20 in my car and paper towels and extra stuff. Your car doesn't have any of that. And, and so she is laughing at me because we take her car more and okay. because I'm now outfitting her car with prepper gear. Good, good. She's like, gonna... we don't need all that. And I'm like, but honey, what if while we're driving your car, that's when the solar flare happens and the world's ending and we need all this stuff and we don't have it. And you... she thinks I'm crazy, but... Uh, You're going to get like a little uh, like a Glock or something you can strap to the door, the side of the door of the car so you can take it out whenever you need you it. Just have it ready. Glock, Glock, Glock. Uh, no, my ankle, Spencer. That's where I keep my uh, two-shot twenty-two. LR uh, Derringer. Oh, okay. Very very ladylike with that, but don't get scared. (laughs) All right. I promise everyone my prepper phase will end and I'll go back to what I do best, which is collecting and buying Legos. Oh, yeah. You've been focusing way more on the puzzle. We haven't heard a Lego update from you in quite some time, man. Part of it's because I own everything. (laughs) True. Uh, Why don't you start building like a defense structure with your Legos? Legos. (laughs) I don't even have to build anything. All I have to do is dump them in the yard and anyone walking (laughs) is going to feel my wrath. They're like, shh, watch out. Um, but Lego anyhow, the, the uh, paranoia culminated the other night uh, when I was laying in bed and I heard something in the kitchen. I was like, oh, that's the ice maker, clearly. But then I heard moving and wiggling. I was like, is it mice? Is it bugs? I wasn't like bugs. super scared. <laughs> so then uh, I turn on the camera in the kitchen and I hear I hear clicks of movement. And I'm like, oh my God, this is happening. Someone's here. So I go investigate the kitchen. I hear the click. Oh, it's a clicker from... And I walk over here and another clicker. Like, someone's moving and hiding. Wait, is it the Last of Us clicker? Uh, no, it turns out my uh, the camera in the kitchen clicks when it turns on and off. And oh. I did just watch the last Last of Us episode before oh, this geez, happened. Yeah. So my paranoia was in full stride. Uh, but the good news is is uh, I had my water straws and uh, emergency <laughs> saw kit. And I, I cr- right when I heard it, I cranked up my, my hand-spun radio and, and got a... Got to listen to podcasts of the show, and it made me feel all right. Now, do we know if those water straws work for uh, parasitic fungi 
and the water. They work for wieners pretty good, I'll tell you that. Texas heroes make a last stand. On this day in history, the Alamo was besieged by Santa Ana's Mexican army all the way back in 1836. Texas was fighting a war for independence. A lot of Americans, some of them, they won't tell you this in your history classes, but a lot of the uh, patriot Texans that we named streets and buildings after, they were roustabouts and gotten, gotten a lot of trouble in their hometowns and states. But Texas was a free place to go, so they came here and decided, you know what, we want this land. We're going to keep it. Uh, years of conflicts and different things interworking because it was part of Mexico then. Right. Uh, they were living in Mexico, uh, which, you know, they were welcome to come cultivate the land and help fight off, uh, you know, Native Americans and stuff. Came to a head and we fought a war for independence. And on this day in history, uh, General Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana started the siege of the Alamo. 13 days later, of course, it was captured, I think, all the male combatants except for one was killed. Whoa. There was the famous moment. Was it in the, Davy Crockett? In the, no, no, he died. Uh, was, was he the, real? Fa- yes. Uh, I'm the, just the kidding. Go on. Famous moment in the John Wayne movie where they draw yeah. the line in the sand and yeah. pretty much all the defenders uh, choose to stay. There's a lot about the history Wait, of the Alamo that David, you should. David Bowie was there, right, too? Uh, yeah, dude, that's where he recorded uh, uh, Ziggy Stardust. Man, that guy was way ahead of his dude, time. Dude, he totally, totally was. <laughs> uh, Alamo necessarily didn't need to be held. There wasn't a lot of strategic importance or reason. Like barely um, anyone cared about it. That's why they say, remember the yeah, Alamo, don't forget however, about us. However, <laughs> uh, that uh, compiled. We're here too. <laughs> that and the Massacre of Goliad really fired up the independence movement. It got a lot of people to turn on the Texas uh, side and... Uh, Really helped to kind of change the uh, the outcome of, of the war by rallying people together around that. Uh, Santa Ana also not quite the smartest uh, and capable tactician. Mm. The Alamo could have been taken much easier, much quicker. Unfortunately, Santa Ana relied on old tactics. He was also oh, a big weird. fan of Napoleon, and uh. so he liked using long columns of soldiers. Weird. To, to move and do it, but that's not how you operate a siege. Also, what you war- learn in the uh, Texas uh, uh, Revolution, the, the Civil War, and later the Crimean War, is the the artillery and weapons were changing to a point to where old military uh, strategy tactics didn't work quite as well, and Santa Ana learned that. they Ideally, they could have, would have, should have, in one or two days overran the Alamo, but uh, Texans held out for 13 days. Wow. And became uh, heroes and symbols of our fine state. Once a country. They served barbecue back then, maybe? You think that's how they survived for so long? We barbecued some enemies for sure. Some good meats. But uh, congratulations. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday, Today's the greatest because it was when the uh, siege of the Alamo started all the way back in 1836. And if you go visit it down in San Antonio, ask to see the basement. Macklemore's Kid is directing a music video. And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. It's on the internet. We talk about it during Emily's Social Cues. Uh, I didn't even know he had a kid. Yes, Didn't know he's still making music. Yeah. Um, didn't know people still liked him, but here we go. Yeah, I didn't know that he was relevant either, um, but I have seen on Twitter and on Instagram people talking about his new music video for his brand new song, No Bad Days, that's coming out soon. Uh, he has a daughter. His oldest daughter, her name is Salone. Cool name, first of all. Of course. Yes, Salone. Salone Ava 
Simone Haggerty, because his last name's actually Haggerty. <laughs> wait, wait. So he had to make her name rhyme too. Simone, <laughs> Sloan, Ava, Simone. Simone. Yeah. Anything to cover up Haggerty. Bars. <laughs> <Really>? Bars. <laughs> uh, but she's seven years old, and he decided, you know what? I'm going to ask my daughter if she wants to direct my music video. And I think this is the best marketing pitch ever. I'm for it. To get some seven-year-old. Kids are super creative and weird. Yeah. And they also go viral on the internet. So here's a clip of that. Hello, I'm Sloan Haggard, and I'm directing the No Bad Days music video. Can I hear the song? I need the vibe. I just need it. Boss, I love it. We could do parachuting off the airplane. She starts drawing we it out. We could be riding a hot air balloon. I think riding a hot air balloon is the really safest. Riding in a hot air balloon is the safest. Idea inside the sky. It's February. Where are we going to do a hot air balloon? When I was searching hot air balloons on Google, I saw these. So then she goes and talks about that she saw these little toy air balloons, hot air balloons, and she wants to do that. But it's really sweet. He lets her draw it out. And on social media, they've been kind of releasing little videos of they first released a video of him uh, telling, asking her to direct the music video. And she gets really excited and like hugs him. And it's super sweet. And then uh, they also they just keep releasing these like little short videos about them working together and. I love it. This yeah. is, I don't know what it Wholesome. is. Maybe it's because I'm I'm about to turn 25. Kids are getting me these days. Oh, no, oh, Emily. No. And this was this was one example. That's where a was turnaround like, from last year, oh, for sure. Oh, it is. It, I mean, it was just like, oh, I saw this and was like, dang, that is so cute. Just imagine. Just He just seems like such a good dad, and she just seems so excited. I and, feel like we got to temper that sort of excitement with bad footage of bad kids. With bad footage you know of I mean? bad just kids. Streaming in the in the grocery aisle. Were, were, yeah. Are you nicking this news? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that was? I guess yeah, so. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> seems like it. That seems fun because kids have weird wild ideas yeah. and uh, yeah. obviously they have the money to make some of that stuff happen so I Yeah, I he's enjoy still it. on that thrift shop money for sure. Yes. <laughs> it's the only good song. Yeah. Well, there was a, there were a couple. Of no, man, yeah, he got all pandery yeah. and then like got into it or started something um, with Kendrick Lamar and then like apologized but his to me his apology wasn't, wasn't sincere because he posted the Convert the private conversation. He did screenshots of his oh, text, and it was just like, weird. dude, you're just out. You're clout. He's a clout chaser. Yes. That's what I think he is, clout chaser. But anyhow, Look, it's man, not about his clout. That's all rappers. It's about, <laughs> it's, it's, but he's a corny clout chaser. True. And that's the thing is, this is very corny, but it's going to work. And, you know, it's kind of funny because as a rapper, I feel like that's not really on the rap level to be like, I'm going to let my sweet little innocent daughter, you know, direct my yeah. video. And, He's he is definitely trying to get all of the the older parents yeah, to listen yeah, yeah. to him now. For sure. But hey, am I a parent? No. He's always been am I older? music though. No. I'm, I'm, he's, I'm he's trying to it. cover the mom rap demographic. I guess. Yes, the milf demographic. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 yeah. The, the milf. Careful, people are going to tune out and listen to Mix ninety four seven if oh we keep God. talking about mini about, man mom music. That's true. <laughs> 
Um, I, I don't know. I uh, Music videos are one of my favorite things. So I get really excited whenever there's something creative that comes out in the music video world because yeah. now that there's no MTV, nobody really watches That's what I wanted to do. Anymore. Either be in radio or direct music videos. Yeah. Like literally two dying industries is what I dreamt of as a kid. Oh, but that's isn't beautiful. That, isn't that kind of heartwarming for at least someone like you too or just people that are Gen Xers, people that grew up with music videos, you know, millennials and Gen Xers. To hear someone young be like, hey, music videos are pretty cool. I like them. Yeah. I love it. And yeah. I also like that there's, uh, it's twofold. One, on one hand, I like that uh, children have such great access to making fun video content. Oh, I know. Because it is good. It inspires creativity. Yeah. I remember when I was little and, and when anytime you'd get a camcorder in your hand, it became really fun. What mm-hmm. I don't like is that the technology makes it easy and there's way too much saturation. And as someone who was a video editor in news, I, I appreciate what I learned on actually how to properly edit and do video. And I think that's the only thing that's kind of missing. But yeah. again, if kids really like doing it, if they're really good at it, and just for the fun of doing it, not because they want to be internet famous, that's yeah. crap. But uh, I've, I've, I see a lot of, you know, I mean, the schools have podcasting classes now and, and mm-hmm. things like that. So I think, I think uh, that's great. No radio classes. Oh, yeah. Radio classes are out the door. It's oh. all about those podcasts nowadays. Hey, we're, aren't we kind of like a podcast? We have, a podcast. we have a podcast. Oh, yes. We have I work many on it ones. every day. Look for CJ yes. Morgan Show. Download the podcast. <laughs> Give us a good rating because it really helps. You don't have to listen. No. Just just subscribe. Just look at just it. Just do that so yeah. we stay, we keep our jobs. Read the Please. descriptions I write. I spend time on those. See, in order to save us, what I need to do is we should get... One of you needs to have a kid, or me, and then we need to get the kid to direct our radio show. No, no. Um, it already we is already like that. I'm a kid. Oh, you're the kid. And I come up with kid ideas, and then Spencer makes them into masterpieces. That That's is right. true. We, we literally do that. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> Look, it's our dear friend, Matt Beard, just in time for all the kids in the car. It's a parent pickup. Yeah, there's a free new iPhone app out there that can help you become a better parent. And like a lot of the parent pickups, I try to find stuff that applies to all of us, whether you have kids or not. Because I know, like, CJ, you don't have kids, but you have dogs, which is pretty much the same thing as having kids. But this app won't work for me because I guess the app is just a condom delivery system. No, it's Ah. uh, called the IDK Decision Maker. IDK, of course. Uh, if you remember all the way back to your AOL AIM chat days, which uh, I don't know. And it's the I don't know decision maker. <sighs> I don't know. I, I downloaded it. It's free. It's kind of one of the things I liked about it. Uh, I guess it's free for now. I feel like every app has gone to the subscription model. But you get it. You can put your pros and cons in. It helps you make a decision. Um, does it work? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But here's where it does mm-hmm. help out. Uh, a lot of parents out there I think are going to be in a similar boat is me. Making decisions can be hard. There's something called a maximizer and there's something called a satisficer. Are you guys familiar with those positions in life? Um, No, just I'm not going to try to guess. Okay. I am a maximizer, which means that if I decide that I'm going to buy a screwdriver, I will read screwdriver reviews. I will look at the different screwdrivers that are available. I will look at the prices. Oh, and yeah, go, I well, heard this you one, talking about post holes this morning. Yeah, I was like, that that one's fifty cents more, but it's you know it's the a little bit longer. Quality, oh, yeah. what about this one? I have to get delivery, and then it would make. I will go through so many iterations of decisions before I arrive at the decision. That's why uh, you still drive a truck from nineteen eighty five. Exactly, I but can't make up truck. my mind on sure. a new car, and I haven't been able to for over twenty years. So I just drive the same. One, uh, my wife, if she needs something like a spatula, she walks into Target, 
in the first spatula she sees, she's like, well, that satisfies my needs yeah. for a spatula. She picks it up. She doesn't even look to see if there's another spatula next to it that might be cheaper or nicer. She just picks up the first spatula. Now we have a spatula. Her life seems way easier. It actually seems way better. I've had to do that with the whole maximizing thing sometimes is just... Just go with something. Sure. Well, I've sadly passed this gene on to my children, and uh, I know some other parents who are the same thing, which is it's hard when you're developing as a young person to make decisions. And I'm not saying that this is going to help your children become better decision makers or even better at making the decisions beforehand. What I will tell you is it will reduce, I won't say eliminate, but it will reduce the amount that you're being pulled into their decision. Okay. So the reason I'm even bringing this up is you put it on a kid's phone and you say, here's how this works. This machine helps you make the decision. And then there's way less of, well, should I do this or should I do that? Because here's the problem. I don't really have the answer. I will, though, run my daughter down all the the, the things that could go wrong. And I only complicate it even more in trying (laughs) to help her to blame if things go wrong. Yeah, a little bit. I think a lot of us might have these problems with the decision. And ultimately, I don't even think if I – I don't even think this is helping you make a decision. What I think it's doing is it's allowing you to – um, interact with the decision very quickly, and then if you trust that the machine is smarter than you, it gives you an answer, and you go, okay, I guess it's just, I should just do that. Now, what happens is, finally, when I get a result from this, I go, okay, best two out of three. Yeah, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, so it's almost like a coin toss. But oh, oh, absolutely, dude. I'm it broken. Does, it does seem to relieve some of the stress of that because then it takes the guilt away from you to make the decision because the machine made it for you. So it makes it to where you're going to have less of that complicated part of your mind, I guess. So anyway, uh, just a recommendation out there to, uh, and secretly really what it has to do is just ask me fewer questions from the (laughs) backseat. IDK decision maker on iPhone. 101X. It's the CJ Morgan Show. Where to get your fish fry on for the Lenten season. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. That's right. It's Lent and a large majority, uh, not a majority, a large amount of people out there uh, will not be eating any kind of meat for the foreseeable future. 40 days, I do believe. Just really Uh, discounting the fish. Hating on the fish. But it's okay (laughs) because it is delish. Yes. But you know what? Fish can get expensive. We're overfishing the ocean as is. It's going to be a rarity to have this delicious seafood someday. So where to get it for cheap now? I'll tell you. When you think of a delicious meal with fish, you think of church's chicken. But maybe you're tired of fish because that's what everyone else is doing, as you'll see. Uh, instead, they're doing a butterfly shrimp meal, uh, plus a lot more options. But they are, their big one they're offering is the butterfly shrimp for the 2023 Lenten season. At churches. At Church's Chicken. That's awesome. Dude, they look really good, too. I would never would have thought about shrimp at one of the chicken joints, you know? Well, they already know how to fry things, right? Yeah, and yeah. fried shrimp is delicious. Uh, my question is, I thought in the uh, Old Testament you couldn't eat shellfish. I know not all religions I, still practice that. but I if do believe, yeah, that's Old Testament, which is a bit more aligned with Judaism and things like that. But if you're going hard for Lent, I mean, Shelfie, are you going to go get a tattoo next? Well, if you're pro- like properly Catholic, you're, you believe more in the New Testament and things like that when Jesus came about. And he Sounds was to like, me like some rule bending. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what Jesus was all about. He's like, nah, man, all that old stuff, that's whack. God's different now. I'm here now. Uh, so shrimp at church's 
chicken. And several places are bringing uh, different kinds of battered fish burgers, including Smash Burger. I think we have one in Round Rock or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Cedar Park? Uh, you can get a delicious kind of looking uh, <laughs> Pacific Cod Burger. Wow, you're having a hard time getting I through really that. I really am, man. It, it look good. Let's skip to uh, oh, no. <laughs> Tried and True. Jack in the Box bringing back fish sandwiches. For the uh, for the Lenten seafood season, uh, they have a couple of different options, including a double fish sandwich with double slices of delicious plasticky American cheese. Wow, how come no one had ever thought to do we had a double cheeseburger with a double fish sandwich? Double cheese fish sandwich. Wow. I uh, don't know about the American cheese and the fish, but hey. Pioneers. I haven't, I haven't tried it yet, so maybe I will. Uh, A&W also bringing back their cod sliders and pub-style baskets for this year. On top of that, they're also going to have a fried shrimp basket. So that's right. You mm. can get the little delicious tiny cod sliders. No American cheese on that. Straight up a fried fish basket or a fried shrimp basket, basket at any A&W. Which aren't most A and W's connected to Long John Silver's? Yeah, Anyways. I feel like that's you're just gonna just skip A and W unless you want some good root beer. Well, if you do want something good, I saved the best for last, ladies and gentlemen. Applebee's <gasps> is now offering twelve double crunch shrimp for only a dollar. Twelve double, not one crunch, Spencer. Two crunches. Wow. Uh, only one dollar with any steak entree per- just, yeah, like- purchase. <laughs> so bring bring a buddy for the steak, and then you only spend a dollar on the shrimp. I feel like it's the first year I've heard so many places doing shrimp now. I guess they... I'm, I guess they... I don't know. They, they got, better have the options for our Jewish friends, you know what I mean? They got the message got from the, the Lord on this part right, but, right. but uh, not the rest. So, I don't know, man. So there it's, you go. Go eat some fish. Sure. Lots of fish. Yeah, we or, want to smell that on your breath. And most mm. importantly, make sure uh, you eat the crunchies from Long John Silver's. Absolutely the best part. Happy Lent, everyone. Don't Yay. give up the show. Welcome to the sports segment. Uh, Matt Bearden and I have a long-running bet. We've been doing this since uh, we started hosting shows together. It's fun. It's close. It's exciting. Uh, we're going to do some punishments next week for whoever loses. We're bringing back the Plinko. Uh, at the end of the season, we got to buy each other dinner and French kiss. Excuse me one moment. <coughs> Sorry, that was just, it's been, I, I, didn't, I was going to die if I didn't get that cough out. Sorry, that was rude. That was rude. Hey, man, this is what we do in radio. It's very professional. And you will be coughing uh, coming up when we do the physical challenge. More details on the pickle plop around the corner. But first, Listos Verde, Austin FC, uh, back this Saturday. Saturday. Gentlemen. Nice. The three of us lucky enough last year to get some free tickets. Man. Are we, we gonna get to do that again? I don't know. Are you getting so. ready to announce that we got tickets to the opening match? No. Oh. Uh, uh I would have got us some, but I've never seen Spencer wear the jersey I bought him. Well not at a game. You're still a supporter, right? Yeah. That was a jersey? I bought him a jersey. You thought it was a sale? <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, anyhow. Uh, Got you good, I hate both of you. Exciting uh, news. You, know you don't hate? Food. No. Oh, man. Oh, you know what? I should have said seconds. Seconds would have been funnier than food. <laughs> don't worry, Spencer. I used to be that guy, and then I lost weight because Matt's mean. Uh, Austin FC, I shamed him into health. How about that? Sure. You're helping. Uh, <laughs> good things going on for Austin FC after some weirdness in the offseason. Uh, last year, their leading scorer, the heart of the team, um, uh, Juicy. They've uh, re-signed him to a long contract. Also today, he was just named captain. So he's officially taken the armband from Alex Ring. He's, the coach said he's the captain in the locker room, so he should be that. Oh, he's taking your name, yeah, But too, how, is, how does Alex deal with that? Uh, by getting angry and fouling a bunch of people and getting cards as he does. <laughs> it's too much of a hothead to be captain. Uh, the guy I think should be captain. What? I, I, 
how come the biggest hothead in this building has nicknamed himself the captain? Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know, man. That's, uh, <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> the guy who I think should be captain is Diego Fagundes. Yes, agreed. Um, uh, he's he is the the heart and soul of that squad. Love Whoa. him. I've met him in person. He's a he's my a favorite dude. part about him, him too is that for guys like me who were newer to watching soccer, the fact that he would color his hair the way he did, I could find him very quickly on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, and it made me a better early fan because I knew I knew what was happening was. and which guy he was. So that's to me was the greatest thing he ever did for soccer um, or football. I love prefer. Austin FC because there are so many players you can be fan. Brad Stuver, like also Heart Soul, all yeah. those, those three of those guys should be captains. Anyhow, uh, Austin FC is on the pitch. This Saturday, taking on St. Louis City, a brand new expansion club. They're going to have to learn from us how to make it rock in Q2. Matt, who you got? Austin FC, St. Louis City, win, loss, or draw? Here's the craziest thing. This should be really easy. It should instantly be Austin FC. But it never is with Austin. home and a brand new team like St. Louis City. That makes no sense, except... FC has proven to us that they will go out of their way to wit to lose the ones that are absolutely that supposed yeah. to be cakewalks. Sure. That said, I'll still be a homer and say I want it to be Austin FC. Austin FC win. Uh, next up in the NBA, big matchup in the West standings. Lakers taking on the newly revamped Mavericks. Who you got? God, I know you love the Mavericks. Sure, and I, I heard you say nice things about Mark Cuban the other day. I did. I, I like. I, I, let's go with the Mavericks. I still, I just can't ever root. I can never root for the Lakers. I just can't. Mm. Nor should you. Texas taking on Baylor, a huge matchup. Yikes, uh, yeah. Both sitting at two and three in the Big Twelve standings in men's basketball. Texas, Baylor. I think they're number eight and number nine. We got. I love. UT Longhorns, I've loved this season, and I've rooted for the basketball for I think thirty years. Took since it since to I was Iowa kid. State in that great defense. Uh, I, it, you know, week. I've been there for the up seasons, the down seasons. Tom Pierce, Rick Barnes, all along the way. Um, and man, there's no team I hate more, more in all sports, and then really just the graduates in general than Baylor. Really? Yeah. Can't they stand used them. to be the whipping post of the hate Big Twelve, but you hate, hate Baylor. Hate them. Hate them. Yep. Is Absolutely it because Chip and had their crap ass? Grift up there selling expensive candles. I don't know what it is. That said, Baylor's going to win this game. Okay. And I'm really sad to say oh. that, but Baylor is going to win this game. I'm looking at the matchup, and it's Baylor's going to win it. Well, what about the ladies? Holla. Also, uh, very close in Big 12 standings, uh, the Texas women's basketball team taking on the rivals. Oh, who? What yeah. time is it? Uh, the UT Lady Longhorns take this one. Take that. Uh, there we go. Last but not least, do you want to come back and do the pickle plop or call it a day? I will do a pickle plop. You want to do a pickle plop? Why would I call it a day? I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. we can just go home. Any excuse to eat pickles, right? That's coming up. Mm. All right, we haven't done one in a while, a physical challenge, because uh, Matt and I are both in uh, very poor shape. Um, So we're going to do another eating physical challenge it's sort of a bar game thing called the Pickle Plop. Yeah, uh, it's an eating challenge. I thought you said that it was going to be like quarters, but I was going to try to pop a, a pickle into a bowl. It is. That, that's exactly that. Just like quarters, boom, pop it, pickle in the bowl. But uh, to add a little bit of uh, finesse to it, uh, we don't want to waste good pickles. Uh, you're, you have 20 seconds to get as many pickles in the bowl as you can. 
And within that 20-second time frame, it only counts if you also consume the pickle. The whole pickle the or whole, like a bite of the pickle? The whole pickle. You got to eat pickle. They're oh, little pickles. Mm. No. no, you haven't unveiled the pickle sizes yet. Ta-da! Never mind. There I'm just unobserving. Okay. Pickles. You uh, Matt, do you want to start 20 seconds? Uh, it can start. I'm just worried you're not going to have any pickles left when it's your turn. Good luck. Uh, do you want to move that bowl closer? Are you, uh, you comfortable where it's at and what you can do? Also, did you wash your hands? Okay, he's having trouble opening the jar. Do you need me to open it for you, Matt? Do you want me to come open the jar? He was just working out earlier, right? So he's, uh, he's Spencer, a do, you have a, do you have a timer? Do not. Or, or, let me see Matt's phone. I'll, Actually, I'll text, I got a timer on my life. Android phone. Is uh, that okay? 20 seconds. Here's the deal. You're getting the pickles ready? I guess that's fair. That's fair. Um, Matt has the pickles on the food tray. Spencer, let us know when to go. Give him a three, two, one countdown, and you have 20 seconds to pop and eat pickles. Here we go. All right, Matt. You can start in three, two, one, go. Off to, oh, one pickles directly on the floor. Two, it's, oh, man, they're not bouncing. This is not a, this is not quite the competition we thought it would be. Oh, Uh-oh. almost in the bowl. Yikes, man. He's now taking a different uh, angle with the pickle and trying to plop it. And no, it is just not one mm, pickle is, has landed. This, this is, is going to be very, very difficult to, uh, to overcome the challenge of getting pickles into a bowl. Spencer, how long does he have? Uh, 27 seconds, 28, uh, 29, 30. And stop. Yeah. And stop. I uh, forgot how long we were I'm going. I'm going to get ready and Matt, tell us about your... Uh, your failure. You went with the best made. Uh, I would have gone with Mount Olive, which we all know would have had a little more bounce to it. There, Mount Olive pickle, really known for its bounce. Uh, Vlasic, um, I think, would have been a good choice, yeah, Vlasic too. Vlasic, yeah. that is uh, purely... No, no, no. Man, that's purely marketing. Uh, they have a crisp crunch, but not a bounce. Uh, I'm true. telling you, it's always Mount Olive. Uh, I actually don't know. They did not... It did not want to go the way I wanted it to go. Are you ready to go, though? Yeah. Uh, 30 seconds. Tell right. Spinny. Uh, on go. Three, two... One go. CJ has assumed the position. He is having exactly oh, oh immediately second flop. He's in, and you know he's already feeling this crazy sense of victory because he. Yeah. I don't know anybody more competitive, well, and more nobody more smarmy and smug than he. If he wins something, all right. He whined and cried all last you have to football finish, season. You also have to finish chewing that pickle yeah, by the he, time the thirty. He's only gotten one in, Five and it was pure luck. He hasn't even come close Three, on any of the rest of them. Two, but he feels very good one. about himself. Wow, one time. Get it. <laughs> and he just drank the all of the pickle juice. Now, oh, that's weird. It's not weird. It's uncomfortable because he's always in there complaining about what his doctor has said to him. You, that that much sodium is he he's going about to vomit? To go vomit. Yeah, dude. He's not used to shoving things that far yeah. down his throat. With, yeah, he was going to vomit. CJ, you right, buddy? I'm the winner! Yay! Just one round? No, he, he's spitting up still. <laughs> yeah, can, can, we, can we trade spots? I'm good. We're, we're done. We're done. There we go. CJ, champion of pickles. Once again, I've, I've won every physical challenge this year. I'm undefeated. It's the only physical challenge we've had this year. Well, still I undefeated. Have, I would have appreciated some leftover pickles. You are least. a disgusting winner, CJ. <laughs> disgusting winner. <laughs> Luckily, you're going to die from the sodium spike. Yeah, that you. <laughs> Those were really dill. Yeah, man, that's what you don't eat. And you definitely don't chug a whole yeah. pickle. You're going to feel real bad later. Yeah. That'll be good. Pickle juice is good for you. There you go. CJ, champion. Matt, zero. <laughs> we're going to watch all the Oscar movies right here, right now. And now it's 
time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Okay, we're not going to watch every Oscar movie, but we're going to discuss a few of them and uh, talk about what we've watched, what we haven't. Because the best picture one, the top category, the the coup de gras, the last one they do, probably mm-hmm. the most important to me. Um, I, I don't get. Uh, initially, there was a lot of talk about Top Gun Maverick being the best picture. Uh, and it's how not on there. <laughs> how important I think it deserves it, some accolades for, for things, but... Uh, well, how important it was to getting people into the movie theater and stuff, but that's not best picture quality. It wasn't like a, it wasn't so sharp and deeply written. Look, it, man, it had really great, maybe cinematography, they, but not put, best picture. They'll put a lot of movies in best picture that are based on the societal zeitgeist at the time. Do you guys remember that one racism, about racism, quote unquote, called Crash or something that won? Yeah. The movie was trash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were just like, oh, we're having a, you know, open dialogue about race. No, it was a movie about racists. <laughs> like, yeah. it wasn't very good. Uh, uh, they'll they'll just put movies in there, but to, to make us feel good about well, it. Well, that's supposed <laughs> to be one of the weird favorites. Uh, also nominated for Best Picture, All Quiet Along on the Western Front. I heard they uh, ruined that from the source material, but I don't want to get into how necessarily. Avatar The Way of Water. Come for some on. God- get the F out of Boo. here. Why is that not? I, I love the argument of why isn't Avatar considered an animated movie? Yeah. It is. Why it is, is it in? But it's not. Everybody's yeah, if, like, if oh, that, it's live action. Look, if Roger Rabbit is considered an animated film, if, uh, what was that other one, the, the, the Chip and Dale movie that they just did recently yeah. considered maybe animation, where it's a hybrid. They just know that adults aren't going to go to a, a movie that is called animated, which is stupid, look, yeah. because Avatar, they should go see Puss in Boots 2 instead. Yeah, Avatar, it's like it's like, how much money do you have to market these movies? It's and they a all end up, yeah, more it's than annoying. a movie. Whatever. All right. um, but they need it. Uh, the Banshees of Inishirin. Inishirin. It's an Irish flick Inishirin. with Colin Farrell Oops. and Brendan right. I have been asking people if I should watch this movie because it looks very boring and Irish and very like gloomy. Oof. And I Hell recently yeah. said... Yeah, it sounds like something you would be into, not <laughs> me. But I recently asked one of my film friends and she said, you should watch it just because there is a part that gets crazy. Yeah. And now I'm just interested because Aww. I know there's at least a crazy part because okay. it just looks like a bunch of like Irish people I'm talking excited. on a musty beach. I'm excited to see Colin Farrell and Brandon Gleeson again. They did a movie. They're great. Especially Maybe I love Brandon Gleeson. In Bruges was like a really, it's a really good movie I liked. Uh, it was about these two hitmen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Ray Fiennes is in it as well at some point. Ray Fiennes is Very awesome. good. And every little bit of dialogue sort of sets stuff up later and has sort of a lot of subtext Amazing. and it's rich and I freaking loved it. It was uh, great. The next one, Elvis. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I, sure. I, I couldn't watch it the second time. It just seems like we didn't have a lot of choices for best pictures no, this year. No. A lot of corny moments. Uh, mm-hmm. This one, probably, I would say the favorite to win. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, everyone says it's incredible. Um, it is uh, Puss in Boots. Uh <gasps> No, everything, everything, <laughs> oh, everywhere, darn. all at once. No, yes, that one is actually incredible. At least that one was trying new stuff, too, and original. Yeah. And it's I think incredibly that original. I went and saw I'm, it in theaters twice. You liked that one? Oh, wow. I, I still have to see. Much. I still need to see it. Wow. So you excited. would like it. You yeah, would like so. it. Good. Good uh, stuff. The Fablemans. Oh, that's Steven it. Spielberg's sort of... Oh, wait, yes, I did. Yeah? I did watch it. Wow, that was embarrassing that I already heard Clearly not it. best if it's uh, not memorable. No, it, no it was, it's very good, um, but it is... It's just a movie. It's like watching Scorsese or Spielberg now. They're all... Yeah. They know how to direct, but it's like... There are was the stories some, they're telling anymore that interesting, you know? There was some really good acting. 
um, in it for sure. And I liked the costume design. It was set mm-hmm. in like the 50s because it's about him growing up and discovering that he enjoys film. Was there a sense of wonder to it? Sure. There was a sort <laughs> That's what sense Spielberg of wonder. Can be good at. Yeah. Um, uh, the one that'll probably win because uh, people go to watch it to make themselves feel smart. Uh, Tar. Oh, the Kate. Bl- it's the one with Kate Blanchett where she's um, a, a composer. Conductor. Yeah, conductor. Uh, again, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, Triangle of Sadness. Um, well, that sounds like my movie. So try. Yeah, I know. Triangle <laughs> of Sadness. Um, <laughs> the director that does these seems to push like way too hard with his. You're all capitalists and your bads angle and stuff, and I've heard that this does this, but I've heard that it's also a lot of fun and it's dumb, That's what I've and it kind of takes a look at like the whole influencer kind of lifestyle. But apparently, what I've gathered from it is it's a bit heavy-handed, a bit uh, like "Don't Look Up" was was mm, like had a good kind of message, but then got like so heavy-handed that it was annoying. Yeah, that sucks. Um, yeah, subtlety and nuance are actually extremely underappreciated now by us as a society so that makes sense um this next movie i went to see and i the see i should get my money back the theater the audio was screwed up so i couldn't hear a damn thing oh the entire time they didn't have captions i couldn't hear anything uh women talking is that a joke that's a joke yeah it's a good joke thanks thanks for ruining i was gonna wait for it to roll over emily spencer i i i I, I Saw it coming. Yeah, we did. Well, we heard it. I couldn't hear it talking, according to, to CJ. Correct, correct. Couldn't hear it coming. That's um, everyone give me 20 bucks and let's make a bet on who wins. Well, when I give you money. Y'all never th- give me money when $20. I want to bet on stuff. Ever. There you go, uh, Oscar. I... Last thing, I don't care about the Oscars. I don't either. I, don't either. I have friends that and host parties. They go to. I don't watch I don't it. I mean, it. I'm interested to know who won. Um, Emily, best actress for pretending to like us. <laughs> these, dude, I'm these, like looking at, but I don't. These are people that care. are making hundreds of thousands on the low side to hundreds of millions of dollars a mm-hmm. year. They've got enough awards already, and it's called being able to live in a mansion or being able to do what I love for a living. Yes. So and, get the f out of here with your stupid award ceremony. That yeah. being said, and I'm already gonna predict it. They're going to make fun of the whole slapping situation, and they're going to make multiple uh, jokes during the Oscars. They've already talked about uh, how they have implicated extra security, blah, blah, blah. It's like, shut up. This is, like, everything that happens on the Oscars is fabricated. Yeah. Everything that happens on the Oscars is just, I mean, that might have been just for show. That might have been the realest thing that happened was Will Smith slapping him. But yeah. you got people out there saying it was fake, and they needed the ratings. But and, who cares? Yeah. All those people at the end of the day, boohoo, their feelings got hurt. They're all phonies. (laughs) The CJ Morgan Show, where your opinions are welcome. Kinda. Text us anytime. 512-835-1015. Oh, geez. Uh, Always fun when TXRD's in studio. Uh, That's Texas Roller Derby. And if you know me, you know him for a long time. I've been a supporter of Derby in Austin. I'm also uh, a bank track supporter yeah. because it's faster, it's more fun, it's harder hitting. And uh, y'all are back with another bout Sunday uh, back at the Palmer Events Center. Got a couple of skaters joining me. If y'all would like to introduce yourselves and uh, tell me who you skate for and who's going to win. Um, hi, I'm a salt and vinegar, Mistress Salty, if you're nasty. Ooh, hell I yes. <laughs> skate for the Holy Rollers and I'm a co captain. Nice, nice. I'm Nicola Virus. I skate for the Rhinestones. I've been skating for about eight years and can definitely guarantee that the Rhinestones are going to win this one. Uh, <laughs> Rhinestones is the first team I, I used to go for back in the day. 
Dusty Double Y. We all wide, make mistakes. It's fine. Last but not least. Fired. Hello, I'm Rattleskate. Uh, I've been skating for about 10 minutes. Uh, just kidding. Just on your way here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually just learned how to skate on my way here. You were skitching. Um, you grabbed onto the bumper and... That's that was your training. I on thought 35. That that's how you learned. Yeah, I thought yeah. that is our rookies trial by program. Fire. So trial thanks by fire, for outing really. us. You got to go fast. And who do you skate for again? Uh, I skate for the rhinestones. Nice. As well. uh, so the bouts are a lot of fun. I've already said that before. It's family friendly. It's affordable. There's a lot of live music. There's like pillow fights and all kinds <gasps> of other crazy stuff. Hard hitting action. Pillow fights. But uh, let's get to the most important thing. How do you come up with the names? The Derby names Man. are one of the most fun, <laughs> funny things. And what is is the name gifted to you by a teammate? Do you come up with it yourself? Like, how, what's the process? Because they're always fun and creative and like sexy and violent and dumb. I yes. love it. Uh, so, how do we do that? So, we go through a new person program. Hazing, and, I guess. Yes, and that's oh. whenever you not have hazing. To, uh, no, absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> We have to use our birth names during that time, so that gives everybody about three months to try on different names, oh. yeah. ba- um, bounce them off each other, see what they like. It took me about six months to come up with my name. I had lots that did not of, make the cut. Yeah, yeah, a lot of candidates that just, mm, interesting. Yeah. Can you, do you remember any of those? If you don't, well, I do. One, <laughs> if you don't one mind is sharing. so ridiculous. Yeah. It was Stab Lee Kill Brick or something <laughs> like Stanley Kubrick. It was too far. I almost like it because of how uh, awkward it is. Oh, kind it's, of. Yeah, it would have been a nightmare to yeah. pronounce. But and one day I was like, what's my favorite snack? Salt and vinegar chips. Mm. What is salt? A salt. Salty. A salt. That, that's perfect. <laughs> so short. Uh, back Short, in sweet. Former uh, rhinestone skater, uh, Sarah, her, uh, hers was Dildozer, which I always loved from, uh, um, what, damn it, what's that movie? I'm forgetting it. Um, Idiocracy? Oh, is that yes. it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It was, it was awesome one of the like, tanks at the end. Uh, so I love that. Um, I'm going to have to come up with my own name. I thought I did once, but uh, I did not. Um, if you don't know, TXRD, uh, uh, roller derby in general is a very... To me, it's a very Austin thing. I mean, there was a damn movie in which TXRD had people as consultants and starred in it and stuff like that. Um, you, y'all survived COVID yeah. and kept the training facility and were able to maintain as an organization that's run by the skaters. Mm-hmm. How did that process go and, and how, how, how do you feel returning and kind of getting back into the groove after such a long time off? Yeah, it was a really scary um, point for TXRD. We thought we wouldn't make it through the pandemic. All of our income is based on butts and seats and selling those tickets. Yeah. Um, so we had to get really creative. We uh, established a Patreon. We started doing some in-house screen printing and diversifying, selling more merch that way, doing a lot of garage sales around the community and we started calling ourselves the cockroach of Austin. You can't, you can't, you can't kill, kill us. us. Nice. Yeah, we're just going to crawl back from whatever place we're starting from. Um, so the first few months coming back was rough because we were still trying to skate with a face mask on, which Ooh, yeah, once you get sweaty and you're just breathing into a damp mask. I it's rough. Yes. I would sometimes just stand in line like at the grocery store and start sweating yeah, with a mask on. I'm like, car. I can't do it. And then so if I can't you imagine. watch our first game back, uh, you can just tell after the first quarter 
we're all exhausted. So it's been it's been fun watching everyone kind of progress back up, slowly start to fit back into the outfits that we were able to get wear. Back, get back out of COVID ago. shape and whatnot. <laughs> uh, you're new to the game. What got you excited or, or kind of like attracted Derby to you? What made you think like, oh, hell yeah, I want to yeah. do that. I want to um, do violence. Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the I've violence. <laughs> always been pretty aggressive in like most of the sports I've played throughout my life. Um, for me, it was honestly the home game episode. Like when I first moved to Austin. Um, On Netflix. So that, yeah, there's this series that Netflix did where it like basically centers around super niche sports and they did an episode on Austin and the sport that they picked was roller derby and they picked TXRD and so awesome yeah I watched that my first night in Austin and I just looked at that and I was like oh man like those are my people like that that That's looks cool. like it like let's go and then um yeah it was during COVID so there weren't holding any of the like intro program that Salty was talking about and I just randomly like sent an email to someone I was talking about during COVID being like, hey, you guys having tryouts anytime? They're like, yeah, actually tomorrow. And I was like, oh, be, wow. be ready. This is the set so, for me. I have to go. I like <laughs> it's awesome. booked it to Goodwill and I ended up getting these, this pair of skates that was like literally for a 12-year-old girl. Like, they, 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 the they ones were, like, that could fit? No, they're so precious. They have like bright, they're like pink and like powder blue nice. and like I showed up, I put my wrist guards on backwards because it made more sense to me so my hands were just cocked forward the whole time and no one told me um but everyone was super nice about it and yeah i went through the whole thing and everyone gets along until they're on the track yeah there's a little bit of like pro wrestling element to this to where there's some like fun and over the top stuff but i've seen some i've seen some animosity and anger and hard hitting so i'm glad you can work that out uh, on the track uh, which you can do this sunday at the palmer event center uh, we're going to come back and talk more uh, txrd with our roller derby friends and i'm going to issue y'all a challenge a bet if you will you don't have to accept it you don't have to take it but if you don't you're kind of uh you're kind of scaredy cat uh, we'll be oh. back with txrd right after a couple songs uh, still trying to come up with skater names for me. Uh, my friends from TXRD, Texas Roller Derby, uh, in the studio. I don't know if y'all know this, but I went to a skating rink recently, and uh, I can I can turn around backwards and skate. Oh. Uh, that doesn't mean I have the skills required. Uh, I want to give a... I really want you to go see this uh, bout. It's family-friendly. It's affordable. It's fun. Sunday, Palmer Event Center, 5 o'clock, uh, txrd.com. But I, I love y'all's organization because you've always been great to me. I've always enjoyed going to bouts. Um, but you're also like... A, you're the, the skaters run the organization. Y'all build the track. You <sighs> help each other out. You, you, you are the investors and owners of it. I love that on your website too, like retired skate. It's almost like a fraternity or sorority. You you can see all the teams. You have your profile pictures, your names. All the retired skaters live in legendary status. So it, y'all are an Austin institution, and I'm glad you're here, uh, and I'm glad you uh, you stayed around. And y'all are honestly uh, going to be on me forever. Yeah, literally because I have a tattoo, um, and that's uh, that's the say, bet. Yeah. That's the bet I want to make. So on this ankle right here, show some leg. Yeah, woo. Oh. I have a Holy Rollers tattoo. Hey, uh, because Shake and Bake and I made a bet. Some cool socks, bro. Um, that if uh, 
What are these? these so I just got dice. <laughs> I love dice. Dicey. Uh, he got back from Vegas a few weeks ago. So. But we made a, we made a bet, and she's like, "Holy Rollers are gonna win," or someone did. I, I, and uh, the bet was, if the Holy Rollers won, I'd get a Holy Rollers tattoo. If they right. didn't, um, they would have to get a C.J. Morgan tattoo. So I'm offering you the chance now to make the bet. You don't have to, but if your team, if you think you're gonna win, is it the Cavalero Cup? Cabello Cabello Cup. Cabello Cup. And Cavello. Both of them. Uh, <laughs> if your team wins the championship at the end of this year, I will get it tattooed on my ankle. If you do not, you will have to get CJ Morgan show tattooed on your mm. ankle. Anyone want to make the bet? Yeah, which one is has more promise of longevity, y'all's careers or our careers? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will say they risk uh, tearing ACLs. Yeah, I and limb. Yeah, I work concussion. in radio, so it's very short lived. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you think about it, but the bet stands. All right, all right. All right. I'll Can consult we get with your my derby name tattooed, or does oh, it have even to be better. CJ Morgan? Can we it, derby name's better. better. We'll we'll do that. We'll put a pin in it. Come up with a derby name for myself. Have the entire league plan and think about this. Thank y'all, by the way, for the very weird video you made of me today. Um, I don't I, know. Who did, who did that? It, it's, it's someone, you can see it on, uh, what's your Instagram, TX, at TXRD? Yes. Um, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find the video there. But uh, I was talking with another one of the skaters uh, last night and was like, hey, is there is there uh, anything... I need to include to post about, and I said that I'm totally not a loser, sweaty, or old. And, oh. and that's the video I got. It was, was me shirtless with a montage of skaters, so I'll take it. Um, we have a really great social media department. Yeah. So. Everything Looks y'all like do it. is great, especially the bouts. I mean, Bank Track is, uh, there's a lot of derby organizations. They're all great, but TXRD, I feel like, is the part of Austin. Bank Track is so much faster, funner, hard hitting. Uh, Sunday, Palmer Vince Center, five o'clock, correct? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it is, uh, it's cheaper if you buy online or from a skater, but you can also buy at the door. It's family friendly. There's entertainment. Uh, if you don't understand how the scoring and stuff works, don't worry. There are plenty of people in the, in the crowd that will help. Uh, if it's your birthday, you get a spanking. Anything else I should know besides spankings? I mean, we're um, red. We're, <laughs> no. no. We're, this is a crip community. And we don't support the red. Blue all, the, blue all day. Uh, best of luck this uh, weekend. And uh, TXRD.com for more info for tickets and stuff like that. Thanks for hanging with me. Thank, Thank you. you. See you Sunday. Y'all made it the whole time without cussing. I'm very proud. <laughs> Good job. Good job. We didn't even talk any mess hardly. I saw somebody get attacked by a dog yesterday, and I don't know how I feel about it. Oh no! Yeah. That's that's uh, that's sad. That's bad. Yeah. Was it a big dog or a little dog? It was a big dog. Ah, that's even oh, worse. No. That's, that's even worse. But the, of course, it's never the dog's fault. It also wasn't the person that got attacked by the dog's fault this time around. It was the police officer for saying "sick him." Yeah. <laughs> Whose yeah. fault was it? No, no. he he was uh, infected by the cordyceps, so the no. dog attacked him. You know, like in the last there was a horse in the last episode. I'm not mm-hmm. going to spoil it, but I was like, oh no, please don't give the please don't let the horse get killed. I get really emotional about horses. horses? Don't know why. Never owned a horse. Haven't ridden a horse since I was a teenager. Yeah. But, oh boy, horses will make. I cried in Red Dead Redemption. Oh. Anyhow, well, anyhow, I dogs, did see. I mean, yeah, I did see somebody get attacked by a dog yesterday, and I kind of felt for them because I have been um, attacked, quote-unquote, by two dogs. 
both in the same year. It was a very bad hmm. year for me. It huh? would piss me off, especially yeah. if I'm walking my little dogs and they get attacked. By oh, that's awful. Annoying off-leash dog. It could be really scary just to see two dogs go at it really oh, intensely. Oh, it totally is. Um, kind of like at the meeting we had one day when your two dogs fought oh, CJ. that was yeah. so sad. Well, Pickles, Pickle owns Mr. President and has to put him in check. But oh. that, she's never done that before. He was being a bit of a jerk, to she be was. fair. He does. He got, he got a little humpy. Uh, what now? What yes. constitutes dog attack? Because kind of tell us the story of what happened. So what happened is I went to my little workout uh, and I work out with like a group and we go to um, like a, a parking lot in the middle, not in the middle of nowhere. They push tires up hills. Uh, kind do of. Do the rope thing. They, actually, they do bring out the rope sometimes, but it's just oh, like yeah. a parking lot in a giant empty area near like in front of a church. Um, and we always do our workouts of like 12 people or whatever. Uh, at the very front. So people know when they come into the parking lot that we are there working out. And long story short, one of the older guys, I'm talking 65 maybe, he's one of those like fit old men that nice. run laps around me and yeah. it makes me so sad. There's always one of those at the gym. <laughs> but you're like, son of a bitch. He's so nice. And yeah. <laughs> he just was doing a little jog with our group and out of the blue, a, just, a dog comes out of nowhere and starts following him. And since the guy was running i guess the dog got provoked and like attacked him and it was very scary also it interrupted my workout very uh like rude. Him and stuff like uh, grabbed on latched, it on latched his onto his shirt and uh was like like trying to do stuff yeah. with his shirt so luckily he- his shirt just got torn he just had like a little bit of some sort of bruise or i don't know like scratches okay. on his side so it wasn't too bad but the thing that I th- found to be very interesting about this whole case is this guy had some balls because he straight up went up to the owner and demanded for information, which sure good for him. Yeah, so the, so the dog was, was on, not on a leash. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the dog what, was not on so a leash. So some dude is just was somebody's fault. Yeah, it was. This dog was not on a leash. It was like a hundred pound dog. And this this guy just was running. He was just doing his thing. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, but it was really funny to see, like, the owner get really defensive about it. And he didn't... I didn't see a leash one time. How can you get defensive? Your dog attacks someone, man. It's just what people <sighs> man, do, Man, I don't know. It's what and people it's, do online. No, it doesn't matter how wrong you are. Yeah. It's our instinct to want to be like, whoa, 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 whoa get away. Exactly. It's Maybe this is my, yeah. my cat love, lover uh, coming out, but... Dogs, they're they're too complicated to have, in my Man, opinion. They're so easy, dog. Ah, do- dog, they're so easy. Uh, I wonder what to, I think. I thought there was something you're supposed to do with a dog. A shark, you go for the eyes. Um, some kind of like bobcat, you're supposed to hold go very for the still. Eyes. You're supposed to face it mm-hmm. and make yourself really large. Bears, you're supposed to curl up in a ball, but not all bears. Some bears are just kidding no matter at, what. Oh, really? I thought you were supposed to scream at bears. No, I don't know. Well, you scream at cats because because wild cats, they essentially want an easy kill. They don't want to get injured. They're, they're stealth assassins. So if you yeah. make yourself big, if you make yourself loud, that'll freak it. They'll be like, ah, oh, this isn't well, worth it. But if you turn and run... They're oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. going to yeah. get you. Yeah, I don't know what to do maybe during put, a dog you, attack. Maybe you put... 
I'm not making this up for a joke, but there's some thing where you're supposed to put like your finger or thumb into the rectum of an animal and apply pressure and that like... That just sounds like something you're into. That just sounds like a pleasurable thing well, for Google them. it then. Yeah. yeah I don't want to Google I'm that. I'm no pleasure know. in that. I will allow other people to Google that for our sake. So so especially our, not at work. So you're saying Emily should have run up to that dog. And like put, put her finger his in fingers in it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm helping you and the old man's just staring at it. <laughs> what, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Dog's like... Oh my god. Uh, last thing for you, I got to know what was the uh what was the owner's excuse? Why was he getting defensive? Uh, what was his take? I think his whole take was, "Wow, I'm I'm in a big public parking lot anyways." And I'm like, "Why is your dog unleashed in a parking lot? There in are a, cars here." In a public space. Yes, public in a public space. space. In your backyard, dude. No, it's this is not off-leash at Zilker, which also annoying. I take. I still don't like that either. Still annoying, man. Zilker's Look. not off leash. Uh, everybody claims audit- it is. Auditorium Shores is, but I don't think Zilker is. Look, Any. You bought the dog. You need to take responsibility for the damn dog yeah. and do the things that you're supposed to do. That's with why you the see dog. people walking dogs with those special kind of leashes that keep them from nipping at other dogs and doing that. Listen. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it's gonna piss a lot of people off. But these are dangerous, aggressive breeds, and you can't just have a dachshund rolling mm-hmm. around free. I know. Miles bit me all the time. He's a little punk. He yeah. is. Yeah. Sweet boy. Freaking wiener dogs. Yeah. Did you know? Welcome to our learning segment, as mandated by uh, FCC communications guidelines and laws. I wonder if it's illegal for me to say that. I don't know. Uh, point being, you're gonna learn some stuff. Did you? Kenny Loggins uh, found a way to fit the iconic Caddyshack line, Be the Ball, into both themes he did for the original in 1980 and also uh, for the sequel in uh, 1988, which I don't think anyone returned from that, but it was like a developer, blah, blah, blah. Point I've being, never seen Caddyshack or Caddyshack 2. You would uh, hate it, same. but if you didn't see it nostalgically growing up, you probably won't like it now because you'll pick out all the things, but it... I love Caddyshack. It's it's a fun coming of age, dumb, goofy movie. That was that's the second movie they did after Animal House. Right? And, and never mind, we're getting never off seen topic. Animal House. I've heard I feel like there's good. all these movies that, as a young man in America, you're supposed to watch. Correct. Yeah. But I think maybe just because I grew up with a single mom or something, they never never made it through the house. They never Same. got talked about. I heard about it from friends, and then I lied to all of my friends in, in middle school. I was like, yeah, yeah, I've seen that Lucia's movie. Yeah. yeah, but I had never seen You'd it. Never seen it. Um, yeah. While we're I did on- get caught because I was like, I love of John Belushi. I, I, I'm I'm excited about his new movie, but he'd already been dead for ten years or something. And I was like, ah, <laughs> uh, Matt, yeah. you're a, you're a stand up comic. You're a funny guy. Um, do you ever like come up with jokes based off dreams or a random thought, and you try to write it down in notes? Like, mm. if you think of something funny, what's your process? Well, like most of the stand-up industry, I just steal my jokes from nice. lesser-known comics. Okay, I have this thing that's uh, haunted me for years. I'll think of jokes. I'll think of premises. I'll think of a video. I'll think of an idea, and I'll write it down in a notepad. Sometimes it's like a dream to where you remember the dream, but you don't remember the specifics, then it'll come to you. There's one that's haunted me. It is still in my notes. January 6, 2012 at 10.39 p.m. I wrote down Kenny Loggins. But you don't know what it's I about. I don't know what it's about. Yeah, I, used and to I, do leave, that all the time. I leave this in my notes just because I want to be like, why? It wasn't about the music. I know that. It wasn't about it. It was a hmm. joke or a bit or something. Kenny yeah. Loggins. I used to wake up phone. and I'd have like four entries and it would say like furs, fire, they all know. I'd wake up going, <laughs> I, don't, I have no mean? idea what any of this means. Or you you, uh, you have a dream and you'll do a bit on the radio or whatever, you know, for you the stage. Uh, and 
you think through you you in your dream it's like this is effing hilarious maybe even wake up enough to take a note of it or record it you fall back asleep then the next day you're like yeah <laughs> that what do you remember me fall back sense. asleep and you're like god that's hilarious that's i great. can't wait so good i'm so glad i wrote it down and it it's not anyway uh, I think did you, were, you know yeah, did yeah. you know <laughs> Um, Veterans Day, pretty important to a guy named Mel Brooks. We're all familiar with Mel Brooks, the uh, comedy writer and filmmaker. Matt also hasn't seen any of his movies. Uh, I have seen his movies. Did you know that he's a World War II veteran? He fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Nice. Damn. Yeah. That's that's intense. Germany's last push. Uh, Battle of the Bulge also is not when the three of us all reach for the door at the same time, by the way. No. Because of our muscles, not mm. our chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Uh, he was a CB. Well, CBs were on ships, but a combat engineer. Very important. Yeah, spinning. Hmm. Uh, when I worked on a oh, in college, it was called the CB. Y'all are called CB? Because I think they call it because C as in the ocean and Bs because you're the construction workers. CBs. Well, it was called important. the CB because the owner of the company had been a CB in the military and oh. they named this uh, rig after him and his uh, fellow troops. Quick side note, did you know uh, one of the big things towards the end of the war that made the difference between America and, and Japan uh, was we our CBs were able to work heavily on the conservative beaches, but getting when our ships were attacked, the ability to get them mobilized, get the fires out, and get them going again was great. British, uh, all the aircraft carriers were wooden decks, but the British had a fireproof uh, deck. So Did you know what the longest that? running war is for America? Uh, the the war on drugs. Uh, actually, the cola wars. Uh, Coke versus Pepsi. Oh, Never gonna since, the, since the end. Like, They're owned by the same company, though, yeah. man. Yeah. Did you know? <laughs> Did you know? Oh, where'd it go? Uh, we love cheese, right? I love cheese. CJ, we've always heard you talk about Parmesan as if you're obsessed. I'm a cheeseman. Did uh, you know there are only 60 certified master cheesemakers in the United States, and every single one of them lives and works with, in Wisconsin? Wisconsin. <laughs> Hell yeah. Love it. Love it. That's awesome. You know what they say the worst part of their job is? Cutting the cheese. Call before booking. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? That beard's going to let you know. Technology has made a lot of things in our life a whole lot easier, simpler, streamlined, better. It's also screwed some things up. Uh, When I was younger, I drove delivery, believe it or not, for (laughs) something called a travel agent. Do you remember the term travel agent? I have a friend that Reach still has there. a travel agent and I'm like, why? I'm tell you why. So I had, I worked for a travel agent. It's how I paid, one of the ways I paid my way through college, right? And one of the things that travel agents did is they got to go on these free junkets sometimes and go to a lot of these hotels and they would get to know the layout of the hotel. And then I remember there was like a guy I would deliver. He was a doctor and he would have to travel for these conferences. And he always stayed in the same room in this hotel. That was his room, right? And... The guy who was my boss would be like, oh, that's just the kind of room he would like. Like, he knew his clients and what they would like. Priceline came along, Orbitz, Kayak, all that. You don't even hear about travel agencies anymore. They're gone. Yeah. They've disappeared. They got uh, they got undercut, and they disappeared because people just want it cheap. They want it cheap and fast and efficient, and that was it. In the meantime, 
We've forgotten all that stuff. Well, How many times you have can you... also, if something goes wrong, you can call and talk to your travel agent and they're going to make it right. Because well, again, they get the discounts from the hotels because they do the stuff in bulk. So it is. When's the last time that you booked something online? You showed up to the hotel, you walked into the, the room, you opened up the window, and looking out the window was just like a, a wall. Nude man. Or whatever, you know, and you're like, oh, this room's terrible. Yeah. It's really terrible. Why is um, there even a window? One of the things that I knew from working there is that you could also get lots of free upgrades just by calling sometimes and being friendly. So being recommended online, I saw this and I was like, oh, I've actually done this a couple times. Um there are a lot of secret hotel hotel deals that aren't really secret. One is go directly to the actual site of the hotel. Yeah. A lot of cool. times they'll offer you something even cheaper. Also, check it out online by your computer and also via your mobile phone. Sometimes they have these things called mobile only offers. I don't know what the point is, but sometimes you get like 20% off. But the biggest thing is, and I've been doing this a lot more, is when I travel someplace, I pick up the phone. And a call. I went to New Orleans over the holiday, and I really wanted a nice room so my kids could see the big fireworks display for New Year's Eve. And I just called, and they said, well, what you've reserved and what you want is not on that level. That level that you're talking about, on that side, we would only have these particular suites. And I said, oh, okay. And there was a pause. Well, and and then the, the woman said, you know what? Why not? I can charge you the same rate and just put you in one of those rooms if you'd like. And I was like, if I'd like? Well, of course I would like. Thank you. Um, oh. It ended up saving me when I went online and looked at it. She saved me about 130 bucks, and the kids loved it. It was an incredible room. I looked like a baller. <laughs> My wife was like, ooh, fancy. Yeah, and Daddy. all I did was make a phone call. It turns out when, sometimes when you talk to human beings, they're pretty nice and can help you out quite a bit. Um, so I know that the internet is supposed to make things easier. This is kind of a weird, weirder wired because I'm saying, hey... Instead of technology, uh, technology has humans. made things weird. A bit, yeah. The wired solution sometimes is just to make those calls. You can get discounts. You can find out which room you might even want to get. Uh, you can also sometimes just from people find out like, oh, hey, by the way, um, I noticed that you're looking at these two weekends. Are you planning on coming for the festival? And then you go, wait, what festival? And they go, oh, you know. Uh, the Cotton Worm Festival or whatever. They're like, it's, we have free barbecue in the breakfast area that morning. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm coming that weekend. Sometimes it's just good then to talk like to you. It looks like you know what you're doing. Um, I tried to do a, a similar thing. I'm going to say, Matt, you did what you're supposed to do. If you didn't get that room or that decision, you left him hanging. You were going to hang up and be like, all right, I can't get it. Whatever. That's what you need to do. After years of watching friends in Vegas say, I'm going to propose to her or do the $20 bill trick, I finally decided to do it. But I walked up to the counter nervous and sweaty and was clearly stammering when I was like, I'm going to propose. And I slipped him a 20. I was like, do you have any complimentary upgrades? And in me, he saw a sucker. And this sucker got, quote unquote, upgraded to a really nice suite, a gorgeous large suite. But I was not compl- I was not upgraded to crap. I was upsold. You're right, right. I was upsold. Yeah, that's different. That is uh, different, my friend. But I will say it's so much that even the the room key, it's all electronic now. It's all this, this, and that. But a lot of times, like, actually, yeah, saying, hey, can I get a room on this side of the suite? Can I get the hypo? It does help when a person does it, because if they have it, they'll do it. Oh, and also, make sure you smile when you're on the phone. I know they can't see you, but they can hear that smile, and guess what? Nice people sometimes do win still left in life. What uh, what do our audio guys tell us when recording commercials? Shut up faster, let's uh, less ums. After that? Smile when you talk. Smile when you talk. Three guys with beards and a young woman. No, this isn't your search history. It's the C.J. Morgan Show with Emily, Matt, and Spencer on 101X.